Someone's in the kitchen with Bonnie. Someone's in the kitchen, I know. Someone's in the kitchen with Bonnie. And John's strumming on the old banjo. That's okay. Oh, man. Welcome. It's May 3rd, 2020, Sunday evening, and we are... <laughs> you were going to do it. You have to do the first part. I do. I, I, <laughs> notes from John. With the babble from Bon. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense if we did it the other way. <laughs> anyway, welcome, and we're happy to be here. It's been a beautiful Sunday, and... How's your leg? Well, it's getting better. It's still pretty ugly with the bruise, but it's, it's getting be, better. It's been over two and a half weeks now. Wednesday will be three oh weeks. Oh yeah, three weeks. So yeah. I'm up and moving, and I'm doing fine. You are doing a lot better, and your, your discoloration is really getting a lot better. Thank goodness. Yeah, that's better, true. So you good. are but happily. Anyway, yes, it's been great. But tonight, I'd like to give shout outs to all of my daughters and daughter-in-law for helping our daughter Becky, who brought home. Their, their baby yeah, this they week. Yeah, they chipped in. They've taken they? dinners. They've taken their children. They've just really been supportive and helpful. And I'm so grateful that I have supportive children to help one another and yeah, that's to, great. Um, bless each other's lives. So yeah, they yeah, really they, work together in that they way. They do. They step up when someone needs help, and I'm so appreciative for that. Should be. I am. We are. They're great kids. Indeed, they are. And we got to go and visit some of them tonight the first time we eased up a little bit for social distancing even though we were careful six weeks six week six of the uh, coronavirus yes. lockdown uh, stay home stay safe is our motto here in uh, utah and wow it's uh finally this week things start well uh, as a friday anyway start to open up a little bit well, here in the gone, state of utah it's gone from red to orange yeah, so it's improved so. a little bit so a little less social distancing, um, but at least you know you can start having uh, some some uh, time out and and uh, perhaps some restaurant uh, experience and some other things as well. So we're happy for that. We are. So tonight, um, given that and. And what we've been doing, we were talking about what we might talk about tonight. And we're going to be in the kitchen. I was thinking about, uh, um, I've been doing more cooking than I've normally done. And it's been awesome. And, Maybe we yeah, should stay quarantined for a while. It's not been awesome. Um, <laughs> but I've had more time to certainly be doing it. And, and so I thought we would talk tonight about um, the uh, tales of our culinary art experience. Well, food, throughout our lives. Food is great because food brings people together. Yes, it does. And it's great at this time, too, because it's been comforting for most of us. We've been eating a lot of comfort food. As they've talked about COVID-19 pounds, we've all put on about 19 oh, pounds. Oh, man, that's been a problem. <laughs> so we've been eating more comfort food. But we've learned a lot about cooking over these many years. It started out on my first dinner I made for for John. I was trying to do such a good job. I you really were trying hard. I was, <laughs> trying, I was proud of you. I was trying too hard. <laughs> I 
because <laughs> I made this pork chop. He liked pork chops. Yeah. And then I, yeah, I like that part of it. Noodles and a cream of mushroom soup. Yes. Well, no comment until I am finished. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> you're going to have a lot to say. Go ahead. So I put, um, I browned the, the pork chops. I put them in, or I cooked the noodles, and I didn't um, mm. rinse them. But some people say you're not supposed to now, but I should have rinsed them mm-hmm. on this dish because they were kind of gluey and sticky. Kind of. Remember, no Excuse comment. <laughs> and so then... <laughs> And then I got the cream of mushroom soup, and I didn't really dilute it too much. So it was... Were you supposed to? I, I don't remember. Probably. But it was sticky <laughs> and noodles, wide noodles, egg noodles, with um, thick mushroom soup. And over a pork chop. Over a pork chop. And, and then I poured glasses of milk, and we were sitting there eating, and... He was, John was drinking so much milk, and I thought, oh my gosh, if he drinks this much milk at every meal, our milk bill is going to be outrageous. Yeah. Little did I know, he was drinking after every bite to wash it down. (laughs) It was. It was so thick, and it was, it it tasted pretty good, but wow, was it it thick and challenging to get through. Oh, But, I mean, that was... It was good. I was thankful yeah, for it. Yeah, it was good. You were thankful. And you didn't say anything. And I said, well, you know, if you don't have Stuck to Stuck to the roof of my mouth. But when I said... And my mouth started sticking together. <laughs> when I said, you don't have to eat anymore if you're full. And you went, oh, thank you. And you put your fork down immediately. Well, I wanted to finish the pork chop, though, because that was good. But it was it was a nice effort. And, and I, the Lord loves effort. He sure does. And I loved it, too. And I was grateful for the effort you put in. But, you know, what, other than that very first one, what was your experience before we got married in the kitchen? Well, there wasn't You just sang a song about being in the kitchen with Bonnie. Yeah, because you told me to put my name in there. <laughs> anyway, I, I wasn't, all I cooked was hot dogs, macaroni and cheese. And, hot dogs. And soup. And soup, because... We grew up in a family of a lot of children. And my dad used to say, go in and help your mother cook. Well, when we'd go in there and try to help her cook, if we made a mistake and ruined the meal, that was it. Oh, dear. There wasn't anything to replace it. So That's a problem. My mom would not be happy if we made a mistake, so we just no. kind of backed off. So. so what did you do? What do you mean? What did you learn how to do? Do you want me to say nothing? <laughs> Well, I told you. No. Hot dogs, macaroni and you cheese. You made peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> that, I had to use a recipe for that. It's <laughs> good job. Well, did you make tuna fish sandwiches? Yes. Did you make pancakes? Mm, I tried. I think my mom would make the pancakes because they were just too many of us. She'd just flip them out really fast and we'd just go eat them. Did you ever cook a hamburger? No. You never did? No. Did you ever fix a, a fried egg? Yes. So you knew how to f- cook a fried egg? Yes, so that's not too difficult. Even though I tried to flip it and I would break the yolk every time. Yeah, I, did. I still do. What were yours? Because you seem to be anxiously involved in <laughs> cooking. Well, I, well, when I was younger in our home, we had a lot of, a lot of kids too, and 
And of course, my mother did most all of the cooking in our home. My my sisters helped some as they got a little older, but uh, the I, I didn't really have any experience other than going on scout camps and cooking scout dinners. So you'd and have they to were get, you'd, raw. Get, you'd get the not mine. I'd get the tin foil and I'd put in a I put in a hamburger patty that I'd smash down, and then I'd put in the carrots and the and the onions and and the potatoes and then the 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 sauce um that would go over then i'd fold it all up and then put it in the fire <laughs> i wasn't too hard well then sometimes it was burned on occasion that would that's true um what? but that was my my main that was my experience growing up after that things Things kind of changed a little bit for me, much like they changed for you when we got married. Mine, I started learning how to do a little cooking when I uh, when I went on my mission. Well, and I didn't go on a mission, so. No, you didn't. And, and so I didn't learn a lot about that kind of stuff. So while I was while I was there, before I went on my mission, I wanted to learn to at least cook a few things. I learned how to make. My mother taught me how to make pretty good gravy. And you are excellent at gravy I, I've made making gravy ever since then. And uh, I learned how to cook, make chili. Oh, I have to I, tell you my story about the chili. What about your story? I grew up with um, Bishop Storehouse chili. My parents were, what is it called? The cannery chili. That's it. Yeah. We'd go down and get cases of cannery chili. and That's what I grew up with. And soda crackers. So and remember when I pulled out the, the not because it was it was okay chili it was fine, but you had the gourmet chili. I just had the chili my mother made. Well, I know I didn't she cook taught, like your mother. I mean, it was hamburger and red kidney beans and tomatoes, and then you know the chili powder. Well, this one was already done. And you just opened up the can, warmed it up, and ate it with milk and with crackers. <laughs> so I pulled that out one night. I had that, I guess if my mother gave me some cans of chili to use at night on dinners, and you looked at me and went, oh, okay. And then you took me to the store and said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to buy this, 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 and this, and this, and then we're going to go home and make real chili. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, but. I do. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, from the, those very first early days when you were, you were learning to cook for the very first time, really, in your life. You've really made enormous strides. Oh, enormous? Yeah, they have been enormous. I mean, you've gotten really good at what you do. So good. Well, I can I, make a good breadsticks. I can, I can do what? Lasagna. You make a great lasagna. And I can make sugar it. cookies, even though I don't make them anymore because I eat them all. <laughs> No, you you've become really a, quite a good cook. Although you don't particularly like to cook, well, because, you know why? Because it takes too long. No, I just because I'm involved in a project and I have to stop. But it's a project in and of itself. I know for some it is. It's a work of art. I have daughters. But it's just I not have. one you like to do, right? It's, it's okay. I love uh, that my daughter. Our daughters pretty much like to cook yeah. and create. Yeah. They watch the Food Channels, and they 
copy recipes and they try new things. Yeah, they've been learning bread. Tell us about your first bread. Oh, <laughs> yes. Let's bring that up. <laughs> this is your idea to Experience. do this. Because <laughs> if we talk about mine, I never have tried to make it. I, I, I would be a complete failure no, on you trying to make Yours bread. Yours would work just perfectly. Yeah, because I'd go to the store and buy Rhodes bake and whatever. And then bake and serve. Bake and serve and put it in the oven. No, well, I really wanted to learn how to make bread because I grew up with homemade bread. You did too. And my mother would bake this wonderful bread and then we'd cut off the ends and put honey and butter on it. And it was so good. And we ate the whole thing before the day was even over. Well, I thought I wanted to do the same thing and have our home smell like homemade bread. (laughs) Keep laughing. It did smell like that. (laughs) Keep laughing. It did. So I worked all forever (laughs) and it said nine cups of flour for three loaves of bread that just seemed like so much well it was too much because was it oh it was they were hard as rocks they were hard as rocks we went out and played football with one no kidding you could throw them and they'd bounce off the ground oh that's good i mean they were hard i don't know i don't have a white thumb but you tried and i'm grateful you tried sweetheart good for you We haven't ever tried since, but you tried. Oh, yes, I did. I've tried several times. Well, you've, 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 And they've flopped every no, time. No, you've done a great job with roads. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But I, uh, you know, my cooking ability, I guess I, I kind of really started uh, from my mission I mentioned. And uh, uh, when I learned to make uh, some pretty good gravy and it, Yes, you become. had to cook a roast, and so, I, you know, oh, that yes. was pretty easy to do. You've become Mr. The, Gravy. Just put it in the oven and turn it on. And, uh, you know, it's easy to cook uh, peas and cauliflower. That doesn't take too much effort. And uh, But it's some of the other things that are a little bit more challenging. Well, let's talk about your turkey gravy. It takes him 45 yeah, minutes does, does to make turkey while. gravy, but everybody loves it. We should have you be Mr. Gravy instead of Mr. Wrestler like you were. Oh, and you yes. should bottle it and sell it because all the grandkids love Grandpa's Gravy. They do. They do like it. And I like it, as a matter of fact. And it's because of what my mother taught me. And you know, I don't like to make gravy. Why? Why? Because it takes too long and I have to be oh. patient. I throw it's, in the flour really fast yeah, and it's just lumpy. If you'll just just look at it as another one of your projects. I know. I it's know. just another project. Well, That's well, some projects I enjoy more than others. Well, I, I can understand that. But you make really good scones. Yeah, but you've said that my best thing that I make <laughs> is oh, the grilled, grilled cheese. cheese. Sa- he makes the best sandwich. grilled cheese. I mean, it's, it's just putting in a piece of bread on buttered. No, no. Putting, I don't know what it is. Putting the top on the pan. and They just taste so good. And mine, I burn them every time. <laughs> Because I'm not patient. You're not patient. <laughs> you want it to cook it too fast, so you put it on it too high a heat. Obviously. And you don't like my peanut butter and jam sandwiches. Tell them how I make my peanut butter sandwich, John. Well, Come on, tell them. You, again, you're in just a little bit of a hurry, I think, is all. <laughs> and so you, you put one one blob of, That's, yeah, of one peanut blob. butter right in the middle of the bread. And I don't even try to spin it around, do I? <laughs> yes, you two try but it's just kind of one circle smooth spread. And, I don't get it in every and corner. I, and I'm, I'm inclined to try to spread it out into just about every corner. And, clear and, to the end so you don't even <laughs> see any wider crust. It's every well, little bit. I want each, each piece of bread to have a little bit of the peanut butter taste on it. Mm, so. That's right. 
Yeah, but but when uh, when I was in California um, after my amputation, um, I was there as I've mentioned in some of our earlier podcasts, uh, trying to make it in the music industry, and like so many other um, wannabe musicians. I got a job at McDonald's. Yes. My first real... You, what's the song? You deserve a uh, break today. Go so get up and, and get away, away to McDonald's. McDonald's. Is that right? <laughs> anyway, um, I was the French fry man. Yes, and the kids loved his, your French fries so growing I, up. So I learned how to take these bags of French fries, put them in the basket put him in the vat of, of hot oil and and when the buzzer went off pull them out and salt them and oh so you didn't have to watch then i had to bag them the buzzer told you when to buzzer pull told out. me when oh to pull well out. anyone could have done that well of course they could that's what i'm saying <laughs> but you did them here and you watched them good and the kids yeah, all loved I've, your fries i've done it here many times as well and and when the kids were younger, we used to make pizza bread and uh, pizza uh, bread. on Sunday after yep. after church or in the mornings, and and uh, they loved our pizza bread. That was really good. And just this week, I, I used a recipe of my sister's to make some chicken enchiladas. Yes, yeah, you never did. done it before, but that was good. And how long did it take you? It, it took. It was a project. <laughs> <laughs> it was a project. And, and when you look at it as a project, it'll take you a little time. And it did take and you it a little take, time. It took me well that, over an hour to do it. See, and that's part of the problem with with little children is you don't have time to have this big long process of when you've yeah. got other things going on. But what but what I think that you've done so well in all of that is that you've tried to give you tried to balance our meals. You've tried to make sure that we got the right food groups and. That we had a vegetable. You you go crazy on veg, vegetables. We got five vegetables on Sunday dinner. No, we don't. Well, three anyway. Well, that's okay. Vegetable <laughs> ve- vegetables, vegetables and that are good for you. And I have. Well, I and that doesn't have, count the little veggie trays. No, that's okay. That's in, in addition. It's good to. I, I go try to do my plate where you've got. It's a colorful plate with veggies and fruits and and, and meat. And yeah, and then of course the dessert. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, you know, I think when you say food brings people together, it gives them security when, when people have food. And that's what's been challenging too, because some people don't have food and don't have enough food. And that's why I'm so impressed that they would have school lunches for so many of these children and breakfast. They don't have the food. So it's great that they have that. And, but you were always careful. I've been always impressed with how you were always determined to make sure that your meals for all the kids and us were balanced meals, that they got the vegetables that they needed, and they got you know, protein yeah, that they needed, that. And, and a, a nice variety of things. And, uh, you know, that <laughs> I, I, I think of, of these, especially these mothers. Now, there are some fathers out there that do the same, but, but, Primarily the mothers who have to come up with a dinner menu every night. Yes, you've learned more about that. Every night. Every night. And now it's every after lunch and every night. Most of them don't worry much about, I don't think, about breakfast because they 
you know, it's cereal or something easy. Oh, no, there's some that cook nice breakfasts. Well, too. I know, because when I went, when I worked as, as a young man on my uncle and aunt's ranch in Wyoming, our breakfasts, we'd go out, we'd start at about 6 or 6.30, milk the cows, and then go in, out into the field and do some work and come in about 8.30 for breakfast, and they were... Oh my gosh! Huge. They were huge. Well, because you had to go out, and then they then they packed you a lunch. Packed too. a lunch, yeah. Then you came home for another big dinner. In the evening. In the yeah. evening. Oh my goodness! My my aunt Lois Dayton was cooking all, all day, day long. long for these ranch hand crews. It was just unreal. So you know, I, I think about oh the the commitment that uh, particularly. These mothers and some fathers who do it. Yeah, fathers do it too. The, the commitment that they make to providing the kind of meals that are nutritious, balanced, and they're not, they're not just going out to fast food or this. <laughs> one of our friends, uh, one day we said, well, you know, wh- what are you going to do for your kids for dinner tonight? And her, the response was, air. Air? <laughs> well, she was tired. <laughs> And I can see that. Yeah, I'm going to feed him air tonight. Because you work all that time. Remember when we do Thanksgiving dinner? Everybody works so hard on Thanksgiving dinner, and it is over in 15 minutes. But then again... Not 15 minutes, but it's 10? over pretty quick. <laughs> but <laughs> but it then is over, over pretty quick. you have to think about why you're doing it. To bring families together, to create memories, to fill tummies of, as much as possible to give them security and comfort because when people see moms in aprons and it's kind of like moms don't wear capes necessarily. They wear aprons, which is a really big deal because they're out in the kitchen feeding people and you have to have food. Then the other part of it is besides the, all the wonderful preparation, it's the incredible cleanup. <sighs> oh my gosh. I mean, it's great to be able to prepare these wonderful meals, but my word, there's the cleanup goes on forever, it seems. Well, and we... for years, that cleanup, I'm sorry to admit, was primarily the women. And the men would just kind of sit around and, you know, just enjoy what they'd just been eating. and Not anymore. Just sit and, and relax and digest. <laughs> Watch football. And now, I'm... I'm doing as much or more cleanup as you do because I feel responsible to do that. Well, everybody should help. Especially when most of the time you fix the meal, I ought to be doing the cleanup, not you. Well, we should all do together. That's part of what they, it it brings about good family relationships. You cook together, you eat together, and you clean up together. And then you can all go and watch TV together or do your family activity together. How about when we used to go with the family down to Lake Powell and you would have to oh. take food down for a week? Yes. You'd, well, you'd you have know. to pack it. You'd have to to store it in coolers and stuff and and organize it so that we could then cook it down on a houseboat in Lake Powell. Well, you were all out, though, taking kids all over the place. That's true. We but were. again, how grateful we were hard. to be able to go to get the food at the store, to bring it down there, to create memories and bond together as a family. Food helps you to bond. Think how blessed and fortunate we've been to have in our lives sufficient food our entire lives. We've never, ever really gone hungry 
because of lack of food. And you think of some of these things you see on the news of these kids and families that don't have any food. And even now, you've seen food lines. Yeah, that's, that's true. I, I've been reading uh, with you as well in the history of the uh, church called the saints, how the early saints uh, oftentimes just nearly starved to death in places because yeah. they here they are in this valley in a new place. They're... Uh, there aren't any stores or anything like that. They're planting their own crops and eating what they grow. And then if a crop fails, they got a major problem. And and in many cases, uh, going hungry for a long time. Wow, we are so blessed and so fortunate. And there are even still today, as we well know, throughout this incredible world of ours, there are millions of people Every night to go to bed hungry. Hungry. This breaks your heart. I re, I remember when we took in a foreign exchange student. Her name was a Connie from was it Japan or China? It was oh, Japan. Japan. Japan, and and one of our daughters took her to the grocery store, and she was just blown away by the produce that it was all out, fully stocked, apples and fruit and vegetables and. Everything that you possibly ever could want in the store, she was just walking around with wide eyes. I don't know what they have in Japan, but she said, I cannot believe your stores here in the U.S. Yeah. So you are very, very lucky. But, but yes, we are grateful that we have food. Sometimes it's not always steaks and prime rib, and that's okay. Sometimes it's even meatloaf. Okay, let's... <laughs> As in last Wednesday night. Well, I I didn't know what else to cook. I cooked everything possible with hamburgers. I know you did. And I like meatloaf. I know you do. Sometimes. I I do too sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, if it's got all the sausage and everything in it. And I just put in how I grew up. If you just put in a lot of that that chili sauce over it, then it's pretty good. (laughs) To cover the taste. much Much like you like halibut. I can't stand halibut. Yeah, because your mom said your t- what is it? Your taste buds hadn't matured, matured yet. <laughs> they still haven't when it comes to halibut or any other seafood for that matter, unless if it's a piece of salmon and they've got a lot of tartar sauce, sauce that that makes it least palatable. Yeah, but, well, but I've never acquired a taste for seafood. Oh dear, it's yummy. That's a problem. <laughs> well, it's interesting because. There's so much you can do with different kinds of foods and different kind of nationalities and the fine dining, just right down to just the hot dogs and the buns at the at the park. I like hot dogs. Well, I do too, but I'm just saying from gourmet where they put the fancy stuff around the plates, you know, with all the little uh, designs and the chocolate or whatever, and then just a hot dog with good old mustard and ketchup is good too. It really is. So... And tonight's dinner was wonderful, too. It was really kind of your Mother's Day dinner from our daughter Emily and her husband, Eric, who were very kind in having us tonight. Well, it's interesting that they kind of cook the same thing that they grew up with. A lot of them do. And I know some people think we're nuts because we have the same thing every Sunday. Pretty much. Not 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 every every single Sunday, Sunday, but for a long time. 75, 80% of the time, it's the same meal. And we wanted it to be nice. We even, I used used my china on Sunday. You always make it nice. You set a table that can't hardly be beat. It always looks beautiful. Well, it's just. Inviting and. Well, like I say. Conducive to a wonderful meal. 
bring security, comfort, and a little bit of peace. And for those who don't have food, we hope that oh, we hope that they can, you can go and get help, and from places around the state to get some food. Right? Some I don't know what they call it. What do they call that? Oh, the food banks and storehouses around, and how grateful we are to be able to. And we were grateful today food. to be able to to fast, uh, being the first Sunday of the month. For our church fast and and go without the f- two meals and um, as we then petition our heavenly father in an attitude of fasting that uh, he might hear our prayers and and respond accordingly and but it means that when we have our dinner we're typically a little more hungry than we would be had we had lunch and breakfast which we didn't today. Fasting is hard, but I was impressed with that little story of the little, of the 11-year-old, a 9-year-old, and a 4-year-old who said they wanted to fast when President, our prophet, President Nelson, asked us all to fast for this virus. And this little boy, these little boys said, we want to show Heavenly Father and our prophet that we can do our best. And that 4-year-old went to almost five, 4 or 5 o'clock, wow. yeah. not eating. I'm sure he was just... Probably laying on the floor, starved to death. But there are a lot of kids in the world that don't get to eat. So we always come back to being how grateful we are for food. And one last thing tonight before we close, we just want to also say how grateful we are for our our uh, our newest grandson that was just born a little, not quite two weeks ago. It'll be tomorrow. Tomorrow will be two weeks. And just came home from the hospital, having been in the intensive care unit there. Uh, Almost didn't make it. Yeah, really touch and go for a bit. And uh, But the Lord's hand has been upon him. He's uh, recovered fully and completely. And Fasting and prayers in healthy. his behalf. Oh, yeah. yeah. Healthy and well. And, and came home yesterday. Well, we saw him today for the first time. And what a beautiful little boy. And uh, so happy to have him home. So, so try new things in the kitchen. Yeah, and we can sing. Someone's in the kitchen with whoever, whoever, <laughs> exactly. And John, you can go offer to play your guitar yeah, while they're sure. trying to cook. I hope you all have a great week. Yes, and we do. Keep safe continually, and uh, and use good judgment in what you're doing, and and um, and that you can enjoy the opportunity to try a little adventure in the kitchen. If you have the opportunity. In the culinary arts. In the, yeah, so you can tell, talk about your experiences of the culinary arts as well. That's it tonight from Notes from John. With a babble from Vaughn. Good night. Bon appetit. Food, glorious food. Hot dogs and pizza. We love Jersey food. Portuguese rolls, lots of butter. Glorious food, our favorite diet. Yes, magical food, wonderful food, marvelous food, beautiful food, food, glorious food.